This is the third podcast in our series, How to Get New Business. And in this episode, some of our most successful new business sellers are going to tell you how they approach that first appointment with their new opportunities and make it more likely that they'll turn those opportunities into sales. So if you're looking to improve your sales conversions, this is definitely the episode for you. My name is Tina Stock, and I'm your host through the series. And during this interview, you'll also hear the voice of Darren Terrazzo. And the first seller you're going to hear on this podcast is Anthony Torres, as he explains how he provides value to the business by doing a gap assessment and then keeps the appointment organized and on track till he gets to the close. Here he is. Before I go out on the call, I try to get as much information as I can to prepare me for the call. Not just needs assessment, but really a gap analysis. If the guy's uh, weekly capacity is servicing 10 clients and his, his full capacity is 25, then he's got that gap of 15, right? Then I always try to find out, well, look, how much do you need to make every month just so you break even so you're able to keep the, the vans running and the doors open? So I try to get that information right out at the front end. Then, of course, I go back and I do my work, and then I I try to find the right solution for him. But one of the things I do to really keep the call on track and to drive the process is this, is that I come out with a PowerPoint deck, and I follow the deck. Now, I might not take them through every slide, right, because it is, it is going to be a leave behind for their own uh, education and edification. But the thing is, is I follow the deck and I talk about the points and I'll stop and I'll ask questions. Do you have any questions so far? Okay, do you understand everything? And then, they, and then I just make sure that we're tracking all the way up to when it comes down to my recommendation. So that's basically it. I have talking points too that, that I talk to and that way I don't, I don't get stuck off in a rabbit trail, which is it's easy to do. You know, when you're out in the streets and you're, you're, you're trying to, uh, to hurry up through a call and, and service a, a client and educate them properly so you can get to the next call. So that's basically what I do. I have a set process I follow. I use a deck. I try to get as much information I can as at the front so I'm prepared right when I'm going to do my PowerPoint presentation and ask for the sale. Our next seller is Amanda Melendez, who shares how she customizes her appointment based on the type of business she's meeting with. And how about you, Amanda? So I guess it depends on who I'm going to see because, yes, I do follow a presentation. If I'm going into an attorney's office, I want to come across as more professional. If I were to bring in the same when I'm meeting with a a roofer, my message isn't going to come across as well. They're going to lose interest. They're going to maybe get confused. I only take a few pieces of paper with me when I'm going to see like someone like a roofer or one of these trucking companies. I pull up some results, and then everything I do is right in front of them on the computer. A lot of times I'll act like a customer searching for them online, especially if I know that they don't have a great presence online. So I, I do change it up. I try to speak to them on a level that they would understand. So if somebody's intimidated, that's a wall that you have to break down. So to break down that intimidation, you have to speak on a level that they understand. So I guess it just depends on who I'm going to see. It's, it's all different. And now here's Karel Tosca, and he tells how he positions himself as a team member with that business and shares his tips for getting five yeses. My technique, because I've been doing the internet sales now for about seven years, I used to use presentations, then I got away from them, and I saw my close ratios kind of dwindled because then I kind of overcomplicate just talking with them and almost doing like an interview type process. So then I got back to deck and I created this custom deck that I have my root slides and then I have my fill-ins. 
So my root slides, basically I do a, almost like a resume application about who I am. So when, when I first come in, I, I, I literally say, I've got this custom presentation I'm going to present to you guys that has information about your marketplace, who you are. But first I want to start with who you're going to be teaming up with. And I go over a short bio about myself, who I am. I have pictures of my kids, my family, where I went to school. On one slide, just real brief, so to kind of know who I am as a person. And then I get into three or four slides about YP and who we are, where we're at. I have pictures of the Coliseum, Anaheim Stadium, everything that we're advertising at. And then I get into the stuff I found out about them. I look at their website, and I do like the little mobile grader on Google. And then we kind of discuss that a little bit. And then I get into the search platform. And a lot of business owners I talk to, they know the Internet space very, very well. So I can talk a little advanced to most of them. If they're not real familiar, then obviously I dumbify it down and go over the process of, okay, do you know where pay-per-click lies on the web? Do you know how it works? And I kind of dissect that a little bit. And it probably takes me about 10 minutes. And I kind of time myself a little bit to stay on track. Um, breaking down the internet. But then I pause and I have a slide that says questions. And I say, okay, <laughs> this is your time to talk about your business. What's your cost per acquisition? Where are you at right now lying for the year? Where do you need to be? How much more business can you handle? Then I get into mobile display. Then my biggest thing is the Zig Ziglar thing. Get five yeses from him. If you can get five <laughs> yeses from anybody, you've closed the deal. And that's what I do. So I say the end of the whole thing, does this make sense to you? Can you see this benefiting your business? Can you see how this is going to get you to the next level? Can you see how teaming up with a company like ours is beneficial because of our software? And once I get the five yeses out of them, I say, okay, are you ready to partner up? And if they say no, then there is something else that was missed. And I'll ask them straight up. I'll say, is there something I missed? And that's kind of how I present and how I stay on track. Sometimes those classic Zig Ziglar tips are just worth their weight in gold. I love it. Well, now we have Johnny Mathis sharing how he educates the customer during that first appointment. I'm not a prep and plan, plan and prep type rep. I like to just go out and meet with people. When I'm meeting with them, I'm not trying to really sell them on the first appointment, even though most of my appointments do get sold on the first appointment. But it's, I, I don't go with any intentions of doing that. Before I can give them suggestions, I, I definitely need to ask a lot of questions, what they've done in the past, what's worked for them, just so I can understand. And then I switch it over to showing them examples based on their industry, how I would make a purchase of their particular service. Hey, look, if I needed a plumber, I'll go to my mobile phone, I'll look up plumber, and I'll usually look at the top list there. So it's kind of educating them on the product to let them understand it. And these things you could actually do in front of the customer is pull up the spy through report. Look how much these guys are spending. These are your competitors. They're spending somewhere around this amount. I'll go to Google AdWords Keyword Planner, go to the forecast, type in their industry, use that keyword, and bam, it'll let me know in Houston and in particular areas, what's the forecast for the next year for the search volume of their business? So, and, and they'll say, oh, yeah, wow, yeah, April is our busiest month. Once that's said and done, they're pretty much asking me, hey, well, what's the next steps? What else do I have to do to get this started? If it's under $500, and I might just pitch YP.com, 
to get them used to how they can see the detailed reports of how everything works, especially if the inventory is available. My investigation, if I find out that they have a little bit more of a return on investment with what their services cost, then I start going with the YP search. And here's Sean Chapital taking you through his steps in the appointment and ensuring that he presents our full range of services to every customer. So when Johnny talks about not prepping and planning and planning and prepping, I'm like, well, you know what? I did that too. I, for now, all I need is a CP3 report and spy food to walk in the door. Just start talking is the first thing for my appointments. The other thing is having the same appointment every time so that I never miss a step. And when we get down to recommendations, so I don't recommend everything to everybody, but everybody hears about everything. I customize the appointment only by speaks in the language of the customer. The customer always understands what I'm talking about when I say it in their language. And the last thing is I never forget duh and FBIC. That's the basis of selling for me. So duh, distribution and usage, how it works, FBIC, feature, benefits, impacts, and confirmation. That's how I operate. And that's pretty much my appointments. And there you have it, a dozen tips for selling success in less time than it takes to get a caramel macchiato from a busy Starbucks at 7 a.m. in the morning. Have a great day. Bye-bye.